Before we start this podcast, I want to definitely remind you of a sponsor for Fresh of the Word, 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. In a world of wrestling where there's hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. So if you'd like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or even Zubaz, then drop them a line at 20by20apparel.com. That's the number 20x, the number 20apparel.com. And also check out their enamel pin line. It's super cool. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bummy, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yell about it though. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grindin' shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kids, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my essence. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 Welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, and we got a great guest for you, a return guest to the podcast. We have Ming Chen. You might remember him on uh, AMC's Comic Book Man, and he's also one of the co-founders of a shared universe podcast studio. And once again, he's going to be at uh, Astronomicon here in Michigan. Yo, Ming, how's it going? What's up, everybody? What's up, K- uh, Kelly? K-Fresh. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you all. It's an honor to be returning. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I always, uh, yeah, I always run into you at uh, various uh, Comic-Cons. You're, uh, you're, you're definitely, you hit the circuits, and you're going to be uh, coming back to Astronomicon. You know, like, you, you know, this is, uh, you know, the third year to do an Astronomicon, third year you're going to be there. You know, so, you know, what's your thoughts about uh, where Astronomicon's, uh, you know, gone thus far in this uh, short period of time? I, uh, so I, I go to a lot of cons, and uh, I've been to a lot of first-year conventions in particular, and uh, a lot of them don't, don't survive that first year. Uh, you know, they don't, they don't research uh, the correct way to run it. They, uh, most of them, the biggest problem is they, they, they just waste too much money, and, uh, you know, they're in this huge hole. At the end of it, and uh, you know they just uh, they they don't run it correctly. So, for any kind to get past that first year uh, is a big feat. Uh, but for to see a convention go into their third year, that's even bigger. But I think uh, you know if if you've been, you know why uh, Astronomicon has endured, survived, and gets better every year. And if you haven't been there, you got to come on and check it out because uh, it is definitely a unique and fun convention. Yeah, it's a cool. It's it's cool because it's a smaller convention, and everybody there is just kind of just like hanging out, you know. Whether it's the celebrities, the, the comic book creators, wh- whoever's there, man, everybody's just kind of hanging out and shooting the shit with each other, you know. Like, what are some of your memories of you know the past couple years? Uh, I um, I I think I remember the first year. I think on uh, the Friday, the first day of the con. I was driving up to uh, the, the Sterling Heights to the venue. Um, uh, my parents live in Ann Arbor, so I was driving from Ann Arbor to Sterling Heights, and I remember it started snowing, and it didn't light up, and I think it snowed like 15 inches that day. Yo, there was a right lot of the convention. snow. <laughs> yeah, and it snowed you know, 15 inches right before the con started, and you know, I'm pulling, in the, the, I'm pulling, going to the, the, the con, I'm like, man, this much snow, like, who's going to show up for this? You know, I... Who's gonna Who's gonna drive through a blizzard on a Friday night 
to go to this con, and lo and behold, when I walked in, the place was packed. So uh, I know the uh, the Twisted fans are very uh, dedicated, and they don't let anything stop them. But I also saw I also saw the Astronomicon fans don't care about a little snow or a little blizzard, and it was like that all weekend. And I thought I thought just see that kind of heart and um, and dedication. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, we're used to that shit. You know, it's shit happens. You know, snow happens. So you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and uh, I, I love. Uh, you know, I got to hang out. Some of my friends were there that first year. Uh, Brian Johnson came out with me from Comic Book Man. Uh, Brian O'Halloran from Clerks was there. Jason Muse came out, and uh, I think Muse and O'Halloran are going to be out there again this year, um, um, celebrating uh, uh, you know their recent stint in uh, James Bond reboot, Kevin's new movie. And uh, as Kevin heads into Clerks 3 and Mallrats 2, so, so it's pretty cool to have the, the whole view, Kevin's View universe represented uh, in my home state of Michigan, no less. Was was there anybody that you met at the past couple uh, uh, Astronomicons that like, that you never met before that it was, like, really cool to meet them? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, the, the late great Sid Haig definitely was amazing. Uh, Tiny Lister has a table next to me, and uh, that guy is nuts, man. He, uh, he's the, uh, the guy you see on the movies, uh, that's him. Right. <laughs> he's pretty cool. And he was, uh, you know, he's busting my balls, which was pretty, uh, he's easily twice as big as me. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, you know, he, he wouldn't light up, which was pretty, uh, which was pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah, I, they, uh, Kane Hodder for sure. Um, he's a great guy, but he's also nuts, um, which is, <laughs> which is, I think what you expect from him. Right. So you know, if you're if you're a fan of horror, definitely come out. If you're a fan of pop culture, definitely come out. Uh, and just if you're a fan of fun, definitely come out. <laughs> but, you know, every year continues to top the the, the the year before. Is there anybody that's going to be uh, at Astronomicon uh, next month that you're excited to see or you never met before? I am. Um, I I I love that Kevin Eastman is coming out. Uh, I'm a huge team Ninja Turtles fan. Uh, I think his story is amazing, especially um, if you've watched the toys that made us uh, Netflix. Uh, they featured uh, this past season, the rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles empire. Um, I've, I've met him before, though. He's a comic book man uh, alumni. He was uh, he was featured on the show in one episode, and uh, which he brought the very first Turtles drawing that he did. Uh, but even though I've met him before, uh, I'm excited to see him in Michigan, and uh, you know, kind of my home state. You know, he's coming to my my neighborhood and uh, it'll be cool to see him there. And uh, I, I anticipate he's going to have a very long line. Right. I, I would assume so. <laughs> what, what you been up to these days? You know, what, what sort of projects have you been working on? Oh man. So, uh, you know, my life revolves on two things. Uh, you know, go to going to comic cons and podcasting basically. So, uh, you, a lot of people ask me, uh, uh comic book man, uh, what's the best thing that, that's happened since you were featured on a TV show about comics and pop culture. And I was like, Oh man, I get invited to all these cool comic cons. Now uh, I love to travel. Uh, obviously I love going to comic cons. I love meeting people who love the same things that I do. And things like that with fellow fans. So, uh, cons are the perfect environment for me. So, I went to, uh, man, I think I hit like 30 cons last year. So it's, uh, and, it, and it never got tiring. So that was cool. And then, uh, uh, uh me and Mike Zapsick from Comic Book Men, uh, we opened up a podcast studio, uh, here in Jersey. And, uh, that's been taking up the other half of my time. Um, it's, uh, if you watch Comic Book Men, it's pretty cool. You see us talking around a table, the microphones. Uh, uh, I thought it was cool that we got to, we were featured, featuring podcasting on the TV show and uh, we decided to expand on that and open up a business and uh, help other people launch podcasts as well. And uh, you know, you know how it is, you know how fun this is. Yeah. And uh, I want to show, I want to show, I want to show people how much fun this is. I want to pass on this love of podcasting to other people. And uh, yeah, so far so good. It's been going pretty well. How's it? Yeah. Definitely talked to you about that uh, last year. And, you know, what's a, how has a shared universe grown in the past year? It, uh, so it's growing. I think when we started, uh, we, were, we, uh, we were like, well, uh, you know, who's going who's gonna to use a service like this? Who's going to pay um, 
who's going to pay to rent a podcast studio by the hour to record the podcast. So we thought it was going to be all geeks like me and Mike. We thought it was going to be people reviewing movies, uh, complaining about bad movies, uh, <laughs> talking about good movies, just talking about pop culture in general. So we kind of uh, we kind of focused our you know our marketing advertising toward the geeks. I was like, hey, grab your friends, come in, um, talk pop culture. Uh, we had always thought that uh, you know one thing a geek, uh, one one thing a geek always has is their opinion. Uh, you, know, right. you know, guys <laughs> like me and you, guys like nerds, we love expressing our opinion. And rather than getting into an argument with your friend where that conversation gets lost to the ether. Come to a shared universe, and we'll record it and get it out to the world. You know, anyone can listen to your, your conversation about pop culture. So we really kind of catered toward that. Uh, but we started realizing, like, well, this is for everybody. For this is for people with small businesses that want to promote their businesses. Uh, this is for people who want to inspire other people through the spoken word. Um, you know, we we slowly, well, actually, we quickly realized that podcasting is for everybody on any topic and. Uh, and any subject. So uh, we, we, you know, we stopped kind of marketing just toward geeks and we, we, we started spreading out to everybody else. And it's, it's been pretty awesome. I've learned so many cool things from podcasters that, that just come in. I've met so many cool people that uh, I didn't expect to meet. And uh, it's been, it's been just a lot of fun. Yeah. The popularity of podcast just continues to grow and just it's become more of a ubiquitous thing in just uh you know pop culture and just everything in general what you know what are some of the things that you feel like you know has progressed in a good way for podcast but then what are some things that you know you you feel like should be better in just the podcast industry um, I think it's become more accessible over the last, uh, say, you know, five to ten years. Uh, the equipment costs have come down. Um, the uh, the technology has become more more user friendly, and I think just the fact that uh, you know the the genre of podcasting has been promoted uh, in the media, in pop culture, and culture uh, has played a big part in it. Um, uh, I think, you know, actually starting with us at Comic Book Man, uh, you see us podcasting on the TV show. We were the first TV show to feature podcasting in any major media format. Uh, prior to that, you never saw anyone podcasting in a movie or a TV show or, or actually in print ads or anything. So I thought, you know, I thought it was pretty cool to be at the forefront of that. But I think, uh, you know, just the fact that more people are listening, um, I think, you know, as, as little as four or five years ago, if you went and talked to 10 people on the street, I think eight, seven to eight of them would be like, podcast, what's that? What's a podcast? And you'd have to explain it to them. I think now that number is closer to, uh, you know, I think maybe probably nine out of 10 people now know what a podcast is. And, you know, maybe three out of those 10 uh, have actually started one themselves. So uh, I just think the fact that growth uh, has been pretty exponential and has been pretty phenomenal since this all started. And I think uh, just a lot, of, a lot of people have been more encouraging of the genre. Uh, you know, guys like me and, uh, uh, you know, there's another studio in Detroit called Podcast Detroit. Guys like us, uh, yeah. you know, we're like, hey, this is fun. This is easy. This is great. Uh, get your message out there. You know, we're really trying to encourage people to start shows. Uh, well, you know, we think that podcast is for everybody. When, you know, when you're talking with people that want to start their, uh, you know, their own podcasts, you know, what sort of things do you talk about with them in regards to not only just doing the show and what the topic is, but, you know, what's your thoughts about marketing a podcast? I, uh, I you know, people, so I think the most, the biggest question we get once people decide they want to start is, uh, they're like, well, how do I, how do I get an audience? How do I grow my audience? How do I get people to listen? And I'm like, man, you know, in this day and age, uh, we have one of the most powerful, marketing tools out there and it just happens to be free as well. And that's social media. So, um, you know, I tell these people, uh, starting a podcast is like starting a small business. Um, you don't just open up a small business and then you just, you're, you're, you know, you don't just sit there and like, all right, I'm <laughs> open. Everybody come now. You know, you got to advertise it. You got to tell people about it. You got to spend every waking hour telling people that you're there and what you do and why you're awesome. And, uh, you know, if you have competition, you got to tell people why you're better than the other guy. Um, but you really have to tell people that, that you're there 
and uh, get convince people to come out. And same way with starting a podcast, you have to market yourself. You have to spend time telling people uh, why they should listen to your show. And I think with the you know, with Gray's the reach of social media, uh, the way that you can uh, embed your episodes where people can listen to them right uh, directly in Facebook or hit a play button in Instagram, or you, you know you can throw up an Insta story with a clip of your episode or attach it to Twitter. Um, and you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, that's all free to post on. So I think a lot of people should be spending a lot of time on social media. They should be spending time in the real world too, telling people that you have a show and, uh, yeah, you, you got screaming from the rafters, screaming from the sky that you have a podcast and you should listen to it because, uh, you spend a lot of time on it and it's awesome. And, uh, you know, you, you really need to scream until you can't scream anymore that you have a show and everyone should listen. You know, with so many avenues about where you can place your podcast and where you can stream it from, where you can distribute it to, what sort of tips do you give people in regards to when they're telling people about their podcast, where to point them to? Uh, you know, in the past, uh, you know, iTunes was a big, huge one. Uh, that's where every podcast gets listed. That's where most people listen to podcasts. But, uh, you know, very recently in the last two years, uh, Spotify has become a, a major player in the podcast game. Um, you know, so much so uh, they just bought a couple of networks for like $200 million, um, which uh, when I heard that, I was like, whoa, these guys, you know, this is a this is becoming a major media format. Yeah. There are companies with money investing in this genre. And for guys like me starting a podcast business, uh, that's good. For me as a podcast content creator, this is very good. And uh, so, yeah, I, I it, it, you can listen to podcasts on, on so many different formats. Uh, I try to list all of them just to catch whatever people might be uh, listening to. But yeah, I, I definitely, you know, I'm like, hey, if you have an iPhone, uh, you have the podcast app on your phone, it comes on free on every phone. Uh, definitely subscribe or search for your po favorite podcast on there. Uh, Spotify has been great, though, man. Spotify has been really great for encouraging podcasting for uh, their interface is very easy to use, yeah. and uh, I think uh, I I don't know anyone who doesn't use Spotify, either the free or paid version. Right now, so that's pretty cool. If you're on an Android phone, uh, you know Google Play is a great way to find podcasts, and then there are separate apps like um, like Stitcher. Like uh, a lot of podcasts are on iHeartRadio app right now. Um, uh, uh, TuneIn, the TuneIn app lists a lot of podcasts as well. Uh, and then there are other third-party apps like uh, Castbox is a great way. So, there, uh, you know, it shouldn't be hard to find your favorite podcast. Right. I was just listening. There's this one uh, podcast I was listening to. It's it's a podcast about podcasting. I forget the name of it. Um, but he was saying that um, when you know pointing people to uh, different, you know, when offering certain, you know, choices to where they can listen to. Yeah, you know, the popular ones from that know who what podcasts are, you know, or you know, it could be the you know, the the Apple Podcasts or Spotify, yeah. whatever. But it's also important to have it at, at a place like iHeartRadio because your regular person who might not know about podcasts or streaming platforms, they might know iHeartRadio just from the regular like mainstream yeah, exactly. radio. Like, oh, I can, uh, you know, I can just search uh, the Ming and Mike show or, uh, you know, the other, the other one, me and Mike to call I sell comics and I'll pop up on iHeartRadio. Like, absolutely. You can uh, go on there, um, you know, make sure you subscribe and rate it. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, absolutely. You can pull it up on there. And I, I think that's, uh, I think that's cool. That's, uh, you know, accessible pretty much anywhere at this point. Yeah, when you can listen to it on those, it like it legitimizes it a little bit more to your like your very middle of the road regular. Yeah, your just, your average uh, user exactly. Yeah, your average user when you know before you'd just have all the you know all these podcast apps and stuff like that, and they're cool and all, but there's some people out there that might not understand that, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think. Uh, you know, as it grows, it'll be, you know, it's, I mean, it's mainstream now. It's going to become even more so in the next uh, two to four years, which is really cool. For, you know, people who are starting their podcasts, um, what other advice would you give them in regards to experimenting with what they're doing and 
keeping an open mind about changes to make about the focus of what their podcast is? I, uh, you know, I, I just say first, just dive in. Um, I, I don't do it by myself. Uh, I usually grab a co-host. Um, I need someone to make fun of, uh, which is usually Mike Zapsick. So right. <laughs> that works out good. Uh, but you know, usually the first advice I give is like, all right, you're going to start a podcast. Great. You've picked, uh, you know, a general topic or a specific topic that you want podcast about. Great. Um, you know, make sure you're going to be dedicated to this. Uh, meaning, uh, if you've decided to release once a week, which is usual, the usual podcast schedule, make sure you dedicate yourself to that. Uh, make sure you record an episode once, uh, once a week, make sure you release that episode once a week. Uh, that's the best way you're going to grow uh, a listening audience. And my analogy for that is, uh, you know, imagine, uh, uh, in like the Mandalorian or game of Thrones, you know, those came out once a week. Imagine, uh, you saw episode one and then next week you're expecting episode two and they're, you know, uh, Disney Plus or HBO was like, yeah, you know, we didn't feel like putting up the episode this week. Maybe it'll come out next week. And, uh, you know, without that consistent schedule, you're not going to gain an audience. So that's, I think, first and foremost, I'm like, listen, uh, you know, you're going to start, make sure you're dedicated to this. If you or your callers can't carve out one hour a week to record your episode, then, you know, maybe you need to rethink, uh, uh, you know, why you're doing this. Or it doesn't have to be once a week. Uh, maybe, you know, I know schedules are busy. Maybe you can do it once every other week. Maybe you can do it once a month, but, uh, you know, tell people that you're going to release that's your schedule and then do it. So that's, uh, that's the one thing. Um, I try to ask, uh, podcasts like, Hey, before you record an episode, uh, you know, kind of game plan your episode, um, make a, make a list of what you want to talk about. You know, just write it down. It doesn't have to be super detailed. Uh, it doesn't have to be so detailed that you're reading off a piece of paper, but uh, just so you have in front of you what you wanted to talk about that week, you won't forget anything, and uh, you can go from topic to topic, and uh, you'll have a good flow. So uh, there won't be any gaps in the conversation, and uh, you know you'll have your whole show right in front of you. And uh, you know I, I try to get people just to prepare a little bit. It doesn't have to be crazy, it doesn't have to be tough, but I think it it, uh, it definitely helps uh, the episode. And then number three, uh, you know what? Uh, you do must have fun. Um, if this becomes work, if, uh, you know, if you're arguing with a post or, you know, um, if drama, if there's some kind of drama, I don't know. These are all things that I've seen before. If you're not having fun doing this or anything in life for that matter, then you should probably stop doing it. During all the years that you've been podcasting, how do you feel like your views about what you're doing has, you know, just what you want out of a podcast, how do you feel like that's progressed over the years? I think, uh, you know, when we started, I started 10 years ago, and uh, it was Kevin Smith that got all of us into it. Um, he, uh, he had finally found a audio format where he could, uh, you know, dictate the direction of the show. He could talk for as long as he wanted to, and he could drop the F-bomb as, as many times <laughs> as he wanted. He could curse. And that was a perfect format for him. And, um, so when I started listening to him, uh, and you know, his once he started recording and released the show, it got very popular very quick uh, for two reasons. One, he's a very good storyteller, so his storytelling abilities are perfect for podcasting. And number two, he was Kevin Smith, so he had a kind of a built-in audience. I felt he was famous already, and uh, at the time, when people were like, "Oh, Kevin Smith has a podcast," I gotta listen to this because he's a very good storyteller. So at that time, I thought podcasting was just for famous people, for people who already had an audience, people who were already in the, in the entertainment industry making it big already. Um, so it wasn't until a couple of years later when he turned to me and was like, hey, I want you to start a podcast. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I can't, I can't start a podcast. I, don't, I didn't go to broadcast school. I didn't go to radio school. I, didn't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to talk about. And I, uh, you know, I was a guy who sat on the computer uploading his podcast. I was a technology guy. I sat behind a computer. And I would have been perfectly happy doing that for the rest of my life. Like, what do you want me to start a podcast? And uh, at the time, he was starting a whole network, and he needed other shows that weren't just his shows. So he was recruiting all of his, all of his friends and some of the people who worked for him. And he slowly convinced me. He was like, dude, just talk about what you love. And that's a podcast. And I'm like, oh, I can have a podcast on comics and Star Wars and, you know, maybe talk about food. Those are the three things I love the most in life. He's <laughs> like, that's a podcast. 
I'm like, really? He's like, wow. He's like, just give it a shot. Um, you know, that's, uh, you know, see me talk for about 45 minutes to an hour on stores and comics and food. And, uh, you know, that, let's see how it goes. So uh, I grabbed a canoe, which is Mike Zapsick, and we recorded. And it went really, really well. And we had so much fun. And um, I was like, hey, Mike, man, yeah, listen back to that first episode. I was like, Mike, that was, that was actually pretty good. I don't want to brag or anything, but we sounded like a real show. Like, why Why did that sound so good? We don't have any training. He's like, well, you know, we were talking about things that we really love. And when you talk about something that you're passionate about, you go on for hours about why you, you know, that topic, because you know so much about it. And uh, I was like, wow, that's cool. And, uh, you know, slowly I realized, like, anybody could do this. This is really cool. Uh, anybody who loves something and can talk about it can start a podcast. And uh, so I've been trying to spread that message to everybody else for sure. So um, that, that, that this formats for everybody um, listening, but especially creating as well. How do you feel like the, the podcast, you know, Avenue has, you know, helped with, you know, people of various, you know, marginalized communities, whether it's people of color, um, whether it's, sexuality gender uh whatever even if it's like that. oh man i i mean i think it's definitely giving them a voice uh you know, um that prior to that you know if you wanted to get a message out i guess you could write a blog post i guess or you could maybe you know put up a tweet you know 140 character tweet at the time you know, now that expanded maybe put up a facebook post um i guess maybe you could have shot a youtube video uh you know prior to that um you know, you know, YouTube videos, you need, uh, you know, there's editing involved. It's a lot harder. I think by, uh, you know, expressing yourself, uh, whether you're marginalized or you're just trying to get a voice out there, through the vocal format is so powerful. Um, you know, it's way, definitely more powerful than words on a page. Um, it's definitely more powerful than, uh, you know, limited character tweet. Um, and, you know, prior, you know, even prior to all that, I guess you wanted to get your word out. You know, I had to get on the news or something, maybe, or write a newspaper article, and it was just a lot harder to get any message out. Whereas now, you know, if uh, if you want to get something out, if uh, you're feeling uh, oppressed or something happened to you that day, you can record an episode about it, or you can uh, record episodes about your experiences, or interview people that have gone through the same things as you did, and get that out to the world. And uh, I, I love the podcast format for the most part. You can fire up the mics. You can include an episode, and you can have it out to the world literally ten minutes after your rap. And I think that's that's very powerful for sure. And sort of like the you know the marketing of a podcast, how you know how important do you feel it is for the the host or the the, the or the hosts? Um, how important do you feel like it it is for them to try to? sort of mold their own voice or persona to, you know, something that can st stand out through the sea of podcasts that are out there. I, um, I, I, I think, uh, just by, uh, you know, a person starting a podcast, um, I think they stand out already. Um, uh, meaning that, you know, if, you know, if, if I start a show, it's my voice, uh, nobody has my voice, you know, nobody has my opinions. Nobody has my mindset. Nobody, uh, you know, we're, we're unique already. So that's a, that's a big check mark. That's a big, uh, that's, that's big already. Um, but uh, and my analogy for that is, um, you know, just by, just by us being unique individuals, we stand out already. And, um, you know, usually in the most, for the most part, you know, uh, you know, it, it's good taking feedback and I was like, Hey, People loved it when we did this segment. Maybe we should do more of that. Um, that's that's cool. But I think by you know everyone's got a very unique voice and a very unique opinion. So I think we stand out already. And my analogy for that is uh, you know me, me you and I could go to a concert in Detroit. You know like at the, the Fox Theater or something. And then we could come come back and podcast about it. And when we podcast about it, we will probably have two completely different stories about the, that experience we had at the concert, um, right. even though we were at the same venue at the same time, probably standing three feet away from each other. Um, we would probably have different stories about what happened. Um, you know, maybe some guy spilled a beer on me 
<laughs> and I almost got into a fight. You know, maybe, uh, you know, uh, maybe you got dragged there. You didn't like the band that was playing. And then they were awesome. And you got, you know, you're like, well, these guys are really good. Um, and uh, I think, you know, just by you being unique individuals, we had two different stories about our experiences there. And that's, I think that's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, I think uh, since we're unique already, I think that makes us stand out. Um, I know there are a lot of podcasts out there, and I know, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast about movies. Probably 10 million podcasts out there about movies, but none of those podcasts will be you expressing your feelings and opinions on movies, and that'll make you stand out for sure. Uh, yeah, it's going to be tough, though. You know, it's going to be tough to, if you're starting a show and you're expecting to get 10 million listeners right away, <laughs> probably not going to happen unless you're Kevin Smith or Joe Rogan or, uh, you know, uh, if you're famous already. So you got to work, you got to work at it like anything else. You got to, it's going to it'd be a long process. And, um, but, um, you know, even if you start out, you're getting three or four people, keep going. That number will grow. And, uh, you know, uh, you, uh, um, if you want to take some feedback and, uh, you know, maybe expand some of your segments, somebody suggests a segment that you should do, uh, you know, absolutely take that. But, um, I think, uh, you know, if you're scared to start because there's so many out there, that's where that, I think that holds a lot of people up. I think that's, uh, that's not, uh, that's not a good reason to not start. I think, uh, you know, your, your voice is your voice. Nobody has that voice. And, uh, you know, you're unique already. Your show, your show is unique already. And, uh, that, I think that you shouldn't let that hold you back. Yeah. It's funny. Like with, with this podcast, fresh is the word, um, through, you know, it's, it's in like the one nineties in regards to um, episodes and it's gone through so many like, like changes almost. And it's, but it also, it all always like sort of reflected like what I was really interested in the time, but it, it, and it's funny, like how just, it's almost like you step outside your comfort zone a little bit and it leads you down this whole other route. You know, when I first started, I I was just like, I just want to talk about wrestling and music and blah, blah, blah. Now I have guests that are, you know, on my that are, you know, talk about sex work or comic book artists. Um, I like having a lot of fun. Had you not talked to them, uh, you wouldn't know one you're learning about what they do, but you're spreading that out to your, your audience. So I think that's that's really cool. Yeah, and that's and that's where it's kind of you know grown. Whereas it's like I want to have like a diverse like diverse you know thing of like a diverse cast of voices. You know, I want to yeah. have a lot. Of, you know, and so I've learned all these different things, but I feel like I have always done it in a way where it's just like anybody that listens to this can you know can enjoy this or get something out of right. it. It's not, it's not super niche, but then, you know, it got to the point also, I just started, I, I t- what I did was I, um, I separated my music interviews and from now on and into their own podcasts because, that's cool. yeah, that's, that's I, yeah. We started podcasting like, Hey, uh, I think I want to start another one and separate and maybe do a different subject. You can, there's no one stopping. You can have two shows. You know, five shows, you know, a hundred shows. Right. Uh, that, I, that's awesome. Yeah, I realized that, like, like, the music ones seemed a little different than everything else. And then when, and so I started breaking records. And then the Detroit music ones seemed even different than that, you know. So I just started Renaissance Soul. So right that's now, awesome. I you know, it's, a li- it's much more organized. And, you know, I'm a lot more happy about it. And it also sort of reinvigorated, like, podcasting for me. Yeah, that's so cool. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, if you listen to uh, either of those three podcasts, I'm sure it's reflected your passion um, for Detroit music, for music, for wrestling. Um, you know, you can tell that you look forward to uh, recording every episode. And I think that's what it's all about. Yeah, and I always, I always liked... Um... With uh, fresh of the word, I always, I always just, you know, think of it as like an ongoing experiment, and it's like if I want to learn about something, I can reach out to somebody that got 
got me like interested in that thing yeah and we can talk more about it like right now i love talk like right now i love talking about like like gender identity and stuff like that sex work i like and how that kind of and, and it's still under the under the lens of pop culture though i always like to use pop culture to talk about these things right. so people could have something to latch on to Right. And like, yeah, I always like finding these, these topics that I, you know, I'm really into and then just, you know, talking with them. And a lot of times I, I, I hear about these people through other podcasts. Yeah. And it's cool. So, and I think, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, either grabbing guests from other podcasts or grabbing other podcasters as guests that helps you grow your audience. Cause uh, you know, you promote their show, they promote your show to their audience and uh, you never know where it'll go from there. And uh, I think that's, uh, you know, topics you're hitting are cool. I don't know much about sex work. Uh, you know, I'm not a sex worker, but I love hearing the stories about how people get into it. Uh, you know, the pitfalls, they, uh, they, they, they befall, uh, why they do it, uh, if they love it, why they love it, things like that. I think it's pretty cool. And it's funny. It's funny. Some of the things that these people that might, you might think are so, uh, you know, different actually have in common, like. The yeah. same, like the same laws that are, like for instance, the same laws that are holding back, you know, sex workers are also affecting uh, people in the LGBTQ community who are also affecting working mothers. You know, and there's all these things that are that they have in common that they're actually fighting against. You know, so it's just like really interesting to sort of talk about those things. Yeah, it, it's uh, and uh, you know who knows uh, podcasting brings people together, and I think it has. I think that's a great thing. So, what you know? What do you have? In, like, what do you hope to you know be doing in the future? What you know? How do you want to expand this? You know, this podcast business of yours. Uh, I mean, you just said it. So we have uh, we currently have uh, one studio now in uh, New Jersey. Uh, we've just opened up a pop-up studio by the ocean, actually, um, about 20 minutes south, in a city called Asbury Park. Okay. And if you know Asbury Park, it's uh, you know Springsteen country. That's where Springsteen, where Springsteen got his start. Yeah. Bam, bam, other musicians. Uh, we just had, had the uh, the very unique opportunity to open up a pop-up podcast studio down there, and uh, the response to that has been uh, even bigger than I thought it would be, which is cool. Um, since it's a beachfront location, a lot of people go down there. And I was hanging out there this weekend. Uh, people have been stopping in. They're like, well, what is this pod- podcast studio? Do you re- what, can I record a podcast here? I'm like, absolutely. And I've been educating people on the whole podcast studio concept. So this is going to be pretty big for us. But beyond that, uh, I, I would love to have a, a shared podcast studio in every major city, first in America, and then hopefully the world. So, uh, you know, we started uh, where I live um, in Red Bank, New Jersey. And you know, it's a small community, um, but you know, I want to see if this will work in in Atlanta or Nashville or Los Angeles or Chicago or Seattle, bigger cities. And uh, I, you know, I, I I want to help people launch shows. I want to help people have fun. I want to help people get together with their friends once a week to talk about something. Um, I want to help people get their voices out there. And uh, I, slowly but surely, I think we're, we're moving toward that. Yeah, like you mentioned at the beginning of this uh, this episode, you were uh, you know you go to a lot of you know pop culture conventions. Like when when you're traveling like that, you know what sort of the the feel of you know podcasting in those sort of communities, whether um, it's the so people. This is that, uh, the going to the cons is actually the uh, why the studio started. Um, uh, guys, you know, me and Mike Sapsik would go to a con, and inevitably, almost every city we went to, uh, someone would come up to us like, hey, uh, I, I love the TV show, it's great, but I really love the podcast. Your podcast is really good, I listen every week, and we're like, wow, that's that's great, thank you. Like, hey, how do we start our own podcast? We want to have as much fun as you guys do, how do I start it? And, you know, I, we would give them, you know, maybe a 10 to 15 minute lesson on what gear to buy, and where to upload it and, and how to start. And that was fine and all, but in the back of our minds, we're like, man, what if we had a studio where we could teach classes, like a legit class yeah. where we could sit, people want to start, sit them down for two hours and teach them the basics, teach them how to plan a show, 
teach them about the gear, teach them about, you know, our, pass on our 10 years of experience to them and then record an episode, you know, where by the time they left, they would have an episode up on iTunes already. Uh, I was like, what a great class that would be. And uh, I was all inspired by people asking us at Comic-Cons. And uh, finally, you know, a couple years later, we actually did it. We opened up uh, the studio. and uh, But I was all inspired by going to Comic-Cons and being asked so many times, like, how, 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 how can I start a podcast? You brought you brought up something that I've noticed with uh, certain people is that, like, yeah, you know, people will say, "Yo, I love the TV show," but yo, the you know, the podcast is awesome. I love that. You know what? You know, for you know, for creatives, for people, you know, whether they're famous, you know, mid level, whatever, you know, what do you think the 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 creative outlet for? you know, creatives are, you know, that also do other things like are a part of a scripted TV show or whatever. Like, how, you know, what's the freedom that you feel like uh, anybody can get out of doing a podcast? Oh, man, it's complete freedom. So if you look at some of these actors who started podcasts, I think I'm going to point out Michael Rosenbaum, uh, first and foremost. He played Lex Luthor on the TV show Smallville. Uh, He's got a podcast called Inside of You. And you can tell as he records every episode, he's like, listen, in my professional life, I read words off of a page. You know, I, I perform something that somebody else has written. Um, I do things that a director tells me to do. Um, you know, I'm at the mercy of the written word and a director and, uh, you know, a TV show plot. Or, you know, and, that, and the same goes for most actors, uh, almost well, every actor, really. <laughs> yeah. You know, whether you're in a movie or TV show or a play or whatever, you're doing something that something else, somebody else wrote. And um, uh, so he's like, well, you know what? I want to start a podcast where I can control every aspect of my show. I book my own guests. I talk about what I want to talk about. I release it when I want to release it. It's complete freedom. And um, I first started noticing that when Kevin started. Um, you know, even though Kevin writes his own uh, stuff and he is a director, uh, he still he was still at the mercy of the movie studios for the most part, telling them like, oh, you know, you you want to, you can't do this, uh, you know, audience might not re- react to this, this thing, you know, this page right here or this dialogue, um, you know, you have to trim this down to ninety minutes or whatever, it, you know, it's still he still was at the mercy of a movie studio. So I noticed that when he started podcasting, uh, you know, I could tell that I was like, whoa, man, I could he could do he's like Kevin's a guy who wants to do whatever he wants. And no, and uh, he doesn't want anyone to stop him. And that's that's pretty much the podcast uh, genre in the nutshell. And he even told me, he was like, "Hey, you know, it's cool when somebody tells me they love the movies or they love comic book men, but if someone comes to me and they're like, well, I really love the podcast, that's when he's really happy.' <laughs> and uh, so, you know, if you're uh, creative at any level, um, you know, this gives you an outlet to to dictate your own format, your own show, your own questions. Uh, you know, th- this. You have complete freedom over what direction to take. I mean, this is—it's is, all you. Um, right. It's all you, and as such, you know, if you get, if uh, if, you, if people listen to it, that's awesome. You know, this is something that came out of your head, in your voice, and uh, and there was no one, you know, there was no director or writer that told you what to say or how to perform or, or what direction to move in. And uh, I think you know, for a creative person who wants to do what comes in their head, you know, and wants to get that out. I think uh, that's very powerful. Yeah, like you know how like uh, actors will almost do like the passion project, like the small yep. the small like indie film that they really like. You know, they like the script yep. and whatnot. They'll do one of those, and but then they'll do the big studio one. You know, one for them, one for me, one for them, one yep. for me. You know that thing. I you know I th- you know I feel like you know podcasts can give that sort of creative like satisfaction for those types yeah, of people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's no doubt. And, um, uh, yeah, if you go, if you, if you look, uh, yeah, a lot of actors, a lot of creative people that, you know, out in the media have started their own podcasts and definitely give them a listen, uh, because, um, they're, they're, I mean, they're, re- they're really good. They're, they're amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, big shout out to Michael Rosenbaum though. His, his podcast is awesome. Kind of across the board, um, what are some podcasts that you would recommend for people that might not, you know, be aware of? I, uh, I mean, I, 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 I
because there's a podcast about everything. Right. Um, yeah, I just learned there's like 20 podcasts about yarn dyeing, you know, dyeing yarn different colors. <laughs> I'm like, what? And apparently yarn dyeing is very popular. It's a very lucrative industry. It's big. There's a, there's a yarn dyeing convention every year in Indianapolis where people make a bunch of money selling, uh, you know, colored yarn. It's a whole thing, and people are very, very much in love with it. This is something that people are passionate about. So usually I was like, well, what are you into? Are you into pop culture? Are you into comics? Are you into movies? Are you into true crime? Uh, do you want to hear interviews of famous people? Uh, you know, there's something. Are you into sports? That's uh, that's pretty cool. And then um, it, the ones that are, I think, universally loved, uh, I was like, hey, you know, go on to iTunes, check out the top ten. Yeah. There's a reason that they're up in the top ten because they're really good. They appeal to a mass audience. Uh, you know, start at one of those. Start at uh, This American Life, which, you know, most people love. Uh, a lot of people got sucked in with Serial or True Crime Warner. That's that's a great one. Uh, if you love sports, uh, ESPN has a 30 for 30 podcast, which is great. Um, you know, if you, uh, you know, if you love stories and adventure, there's, uh, you know, uh, like last podcast on the left or Critical Role or, uh, you know, Welcome to Night Vale. I mean, God, there's so many great podcasts out there. And, you know, I'll give out suggestions, but I think first and foremost, you're going to listen because people are talking about something that you love already. And that's probably where you should go first. What's something that you listen to that people, it might be out in left field for, for you. It might be something that people might not even know that you like. Oh man. I think uh, I'm into everything. So I don't think there would be anything uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. There's a um, man. I'm trying. I don't know the name of the podcast. I just stumbled on it. It's uh, two women who live in Vegas, and they just go out and party, and they get down, and they're very frank about their misadventures. And uh, I, um, shoot, I I got so into the show. I don't even know. Like it's, I, I can't even remember the, <laughs> the name of the show now. But uh, uh, you know, I, it, it was something that came so out of left field. But a friend of mine suggested I listen to it because they told a really wacky sex story about uh, someone who is famous and somebody that I know. Um, they didn't reveal the name, but by listening to the story, I was like, oh, man, that's that guy. <laughs> and that's why I started listening to it. And uh, shoot, I wish I remember the name right now, but um, it'll, it'll come to me, I'm sure. But that's something that you know, I don't think I would have pulled up uh, intentionally, perhaps. So uh, you know, that's... Uh, that's cool. I think everything else I listen to is pretty mainstream. Uh, you know, I love This American Life. Uh, I, I love a podcast called How I Built This, which, uh, you know, where they go and say they talk to the guy who invented Airbnb or the two guys who started Instagram. And they, they're like, well, how did you go from a college student to making billions of dollars inventing Instagram? And uh, uh, that podcast is very inspirational because I feel like I'm kind of embarking on that same journey. Right. A couple podcasts that I listen to that, like, okay, I'm like, I don't got kids, I'm not a parent or whatever, but there's a podcast called The Double Shift, and they just uh, finished their, um, she just finished her uh, um, second season, uh, so it's created by uh, Catherine Goldstein, who I had on my <laughs> podcast, because I really liked the, her podcast, and it's about modern modern new types of working of working mothers so you know it's, it's a very serious podcast and each podcast each episode kind of went to uh you know talked about these types of mothers that you know people don't think about uh in their situation and then another podcast that i listen to is, is also a, another uh podcast about mothers and it's called one bad mother and it's a really <laughs> frank and funny podcast with these uh, two uh, women and one of them Teresa Thorne I've had um, I, I uh, have an upcoming episode on um, of my yeah. podcast with her with her so it's these it's these these podcasts about mothers that I really enjoy probably would have never delved into and it happened for these episodes. Uh, I'm going to check those out for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like trying to find little things that I kind of, I you know, I'm interested in. And, like, but at the same time, like, might be a little different than what, uh, you know, I'm used to. And that's what, that's the cool thing about podcasts. Yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, now uh, with the studio and the car in the world, I, I meet a lot of people. 
who have podcasts. So immediately I'm like, hey, what's your podcast called? I'll subscribe to them right on the spot. Um, just the one, you know, show them support, of course, with fellow podcasters support each other. But you never know. Uh, it might be an amazing show that uh, you didn't know about before you met that person. So I, I, th- I think that's cool that you can just go out in the real world and meet creators out on the street. I think that's, that's, that's amazing. All right, cool, Ming. It's been great talking with you. Uh, you too, man. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Uh, I assume I'll be seeing you at the convention. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll definitely Fantastic. see you at Astronomicon. Uh, where can people go online to get more information about uh, what you're up to in a shared universe? Uh, I, myself, and uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook, uh, at Mingchen37, M-I-N-G-C-H-E-N 37. And our podcast studio is called A Shared Universe. That can be found at ashareduniverse.com or at ashareduniverse on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So uh, I'm not very hard to find. Uh, you know, follow, comment. Uh, if you're ever in Jersey, maybe you're visiting the comic book shop. We're only 10 minutes away from there. So go visit the shop and then come down and podcast about it. You know, uh, get your experiences on record. And uh, I, most, uh, I'll probably be there with you. I'll podcast with you for sure. Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah, I'll see you uh, next month at Astronomicon. Fantastic. Thank you, K-Fresh. Appreciate it. Hey, yo, thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh is the Word, hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K-Fresh Frazier, empowered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash fresh of the word. Intro theme music by Foulmouth, Shimmy Bango, and Knox Money. Fresh of the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash Fresh of the Word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media on Twitter at Fresh of the Pod, on Instagram at Fresh of the Word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Fresh of the Word. For more information about Fresh of the Word and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit freshofthepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye and good night. Fresh is the word.